What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fanatics. What a week it's been in the NBA playoffs. It's been a great week for me and a tumultuous week for me because I got to watch my Indiana Pacers rise and then fall in such dramatic and surprising fashion. But it was so fun on Friday. I couldn't get to watch the game. I was driving down to Long Beach for the Laugh Factory spot up there, but I was just celebrating the entire fucking time. I may have blazed something on the way back. I got so shit-faced in celebration Friday. I missed everything on Saturday. I had all this shit I was going to do on Saturday. I didn't end up doing it. And then the big game came on Sunday, and that shit started at 10 a.m., which means I was slaughter-fucked all fucking day, dude. But I love the NBA. I love this time of year. I love the Indiana Pacers. They are the best franchise of all time if you ask me man because we always get shit done we always get shit solid and this team was so special people are laughing at me in the room this team was special nobody believed in them from the beginning man they fought at every fucking stage they took lebron at seven and i'm proud of them i'm sad it's over but i'm happy aaron weaver friend of the show is here how was your week aaron yo 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 what's up everybody my week was good Got to see the Cavs destroy the Pacers. That was fun. Just as destroy. I expected. Destroy? How do you say destroy? Expected. You know, you guys are done. You got, what are you doing in well, Indiana? We are what are you doing in Indiana in the offseason? We, uh, make, love to, on your we make love to beautiful corn-fed women. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, those corn women. I love that. Yeah, man. But it was good. You had a good week? I did. I did. You know, did some shows, watched some games. Uh, my, my boys, the OKC Thunder, got kicked out. They are, sucks. too. We're yeah. going to have an awesome episode today. We're going to go through each of the NBA playoff teams that have exited. Uh, but before we do that, you know my favorite part of the NBA season that I get sad about every year is when inside the NBA leaves the airwaves. Oh. It is the best uh, late night show, I think, in existence. So they were talking with Shaq, and Shaq uh, has an insane idea on how to save gasoline in his gas-guzzling SUV. I, Shaq has yeah, given me a great education. Yeah, go ahead. Because I told him I didn't want to get a, a certain vehicle because of the amount of gas I would have to spend. Yeah. It cost like $80 to, to fill, it, to up. fill it, up. it up. And he right. said, then you said. So just to be clear, Kenny is saying, yo, I want to buy an SUV. I want to buy a Shaq, mm -hmm. but it costs too much gas-guzzling. It costs too much in gas, 80 bucks every time I fill up. This is Shaq's response. 
gets to half, then you put twenty dollars, you bring it back to full. Yeah. But if I keep doing, I would have to stop more often and still no, spend eighty. No, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Why? You're complaining about when it gets to zero, you spend eighty, right? When it gets to half, you put twenty. Then when it get back to half, you put twenty. Yeah, but, but I keep stopping, put twenty, and then eighty. Same amount of gas. I'm driving the same amount of gas. The average human stops once a week for gas, right? With you, you only work here twice. You would probably have to stop maybe maybe once every two weeks. I somehow feel like this is Kanye West's fucking fault, man. Like we're all getting dumber. This is the flat Earth oh, of fucking man. filling up your maybe gas. Maybe it's Shaq's fault. Kanye is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was some dumb you think shit. Jack, man, you think Kanye was watching this? It was like, oh shit, man, I got some ideas. Man. Yeah, man. Shaq's bigger. Kanye probably got stuck in his orbit of, you know, idiocy. He's gravitational idiocy. Yeah, man, he got pulled in. Yeah. Don't even try. This is all. This Wait, is bordering on. travel more than me. This well, is I'm bordering on what's closer, the West Coast or the Moon. So if, if <laughs> this is bordering this, on that. You're so, we were up uh, in the in the loft once in the loft in the uh, VIP up here, and it was Johnny Sanchez and Dom Herrera, and Dom was just like, "You want to see how dumb comics are?" He just starts asking people how far Australia is. From the United States, I swear to God, Johnny Sanchez love him was like twenty thousand miles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, that's the distance to the moon. You know? You're, You're telling me I wouldn't have to if I only if I didn't let my gas get down, I wouldn't have to fill it up as much. No, I'm saying you complained about the eighty dollars. That's what the conversation right. about. You, you. But four what? times twenty is eighty because I'm gonna stop four times. No, you're this not gonna stop four times. No, you're not gonna stop four times. Not in one week, you're not. <laughs> anyway, it, King, the West Coast is closer than the moon. If you let it get to zero, right? Monday through Friday, right? Then you got to pay 80 to fill it back up. Right. Okay, but if you let it get to half by Wednesday, then you pay 20. No, back my, it won't get to half by Why does he think half of 80 is 20? That's what I can tell Yeah, right? I didn't pick up on that shit. It's going to be 20. About half. Half of 80. Like, I was just so astounded by the idiocy of filling up at half, I didn't even think about the 20. 40. But no, listen to what I'm saying. I, I did. I am. Okay. So if I every day, if I did, if I did. No, you you have to put gas in every day. Don't play me right now. You know like Chuck, Chuck is buckling over laughing. <laughs> He's got time. a show called Shacting a Fool, where he makes fun of people for being <laughs> stupid. This dude thinks 20 is half of 80. Yeah. Oh man, that's. No, <laughs> don't don't play me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I really want to know because Ernie, I want to get this call, but no, I really want to save gas money. You're complaining. Tell me. I want to know how I'm going to save gas money. You're complaining about the 80 dollars. Yes. Right. So I'm at zero. Okay. So at zero. Kenny has is 80. his hands in no his question. head. So right. At full <laughs> in is his 80, fucking right? bow tie. Yes. So if it gets I love half, Kenny's bow tie. Be 40, right? No question so about it. So if you put 20 in, then you bring it back up to three quarters. <laughs> right? No, if I put 20 in, it'll get to one quarter. Jeez, yeah. But it'll be three quarters. It'll be three quarters full. Three quarters empty. No, three quarters full. But who's on first? This. <laughs> so let me ask our guest today, Mike Winfield. What do you think of Shaq's gas saving strategy? Is hey, it a man. good one? Hey, man, it was terrible because he wasn't listening to himself. And that's what happens, man. When you don't hear yourself, you're like, yo, I'm... Oh, 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 maybe I just said something dumb. Because he didn't right. hear it. That was it, man. Yeah, see, that's wise words for life, too, Mike Winfield. Listen to yourself, man. Sometimes Listen that's all it takes. to yourself. Yo, Mike is one of my favorite comics out there. Here's him working. This is exciting, man, because I quit my job at the grocery store. Oh, my gosh. I was working at this grocery store. I hated it. Hated it. Why is it when you hate your job, they won't fire you? 
It was the worst neighborhood, man. It was so hood, and I hated my manager because he's like, listen, Mike, if people are stealing, I need you to do something. I'm like, do something? I live around here. I know these folks. <laughs> What's gonna happen if I apprehend William? He like, half of this shit for you, dawg. <laughs> I know, William, struggle with me, then run off. William got away. <laughs> That's Mike Winfield. True Be story. Hey, don't forget the E. Day. Don't forget the, the E. e. You, gotta say, you gotta say it over Mike with the E. Mike E. Winfield. There we go. Now Mike they know e. me. Mike E. Winfield, now man. Now they know me. True story? <laughs> you knew True William? True story. So you were in the grocery store. Your boy William's comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing true? Hey, man, I don't make up comedy, man. Like, if anyone watches my hour, everything is wow. based off Real fact. That's where it all comes from. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had someone online. This is how racist people could be. They're like, "How is someone in the hood named William?" <laughs> yo, yo, come on, man. Like, where do people come up with these responses? I have no idea. I don't get people. What up, y'all? How you doing? What's good? Yeah. I've known you for how long now, Mike? Oh, man. Maybe what like is it? a year or so. Yeah, man, a little over. Yeah. Yo, yeah. So first time I met Mike. First time we were hanging out. He's like, dude, you know, everything's all good, but I find it so annoying when people come up and ask me to touch my hair, because Mike has this, like, beautifully formed afro. And I was like, oh, guys, exaggerating. There's no fucking way. And <laughs> right. legit, every time we hang out, somebody, and it's usually one type of person, yeah. <laughs> comes yes, up and asks you, hey, can I? Wait, can I guess what type of person? Yeah, guess. Is it a white girl? It is. Ding, ding, oh, ding, 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 ding. You're not a fucking idiot. Probably from Indiana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably cornbread from Indiana. No joke. It's like every time. Oh, and man, man people were like, yo, why even have the style if you have to go through these life difficulties? Yeah. yeah. Well, man, I mean, I would like to go to Sean route, but it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> I am a bald as a motherfucker, by the way. Yeah, bald is, bald is beautiful, man. Don't bald shame. It is beautiful, but it, I don't have that, that head shape. I got that like yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those Simpson character head shapes. Oh, it just doesn't flow got, well. Like a rectangle. You know, it's like long. Okay. It's like a slope. It's like oh, Mr. You have, you have a slopey forehead. Yeah, man, is that what's said? It slopes back and it just has a hook on the back. Man, my family yeah, yeah, yeah. has a hook on the back. And, uh, oh, the hook on the back. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, I okay. hide it all with a microphone afro. That's I love what I do. It. I yes, love it. that's life. I nice. love it. And how long you been doing stand-up, Mike? Man, stand-up, 15, man. I'm touching 15 Damn. golden 15. years of comedy. Yeah. And 15 is a beautiful year. You start to turn another corner. Oh, another man. corner of understanding, like, who you are. There's so many different nice. phases of comedy. There's always corners, man. There's always always corners corner. and always. levels and levels and corners, How do I cut to year 15 right now, Mike? Oh, What's the man. secret? What's that What's thing you learned? What's the shortcut? Hey, the secret is to not even... Not even care about that. You oh, really gotta. Okay. You gotta focus on your six. Yeah, seven. quit caring so much. Aaron. No, there's no shortcut. Cause man, you know, remember when you were young, you were it's like, I yeah, don't I don't want to work hard though, Mike. Yeah, hey, hey, like we talked about. You know what? There is a way to cut to the 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> know somebody. Oh, know somebody. Sure. There you go. Know you gotta somebody. know like a 20-year person. You, know, you just gotta meet the right person. Boom. Well, 15 I, years just yeah, goes yeah, right man. by just like yeah, that. Yeah, because right. you see so many fucking broke-ass comics oh, man. getting on with their shit. But a lot of it is like, I'm telling you, if you want to find a good agent, young comics, managers out there, here's how you do it. Find a broke-ass comic who's on TV everywhere, man. Because <laughs> that means their agent or manager is the motherfucker of all times. Am I wrong, boys? 
Wait, wait. Don't you want to know someone making money? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like Alan shit. Yeah, let's just let's just talk shit for like an hour. What do you think, man? Give me an example. Hey, Mike, who's the person you hate in comedy the most? Tell me right now. Here we go. Let's spill it. First names. Um, but yeah, Mike is here. He's one of my favorite people in comedies. Mike, so you, you're up in Sacktown, right? Hey, man, Sacramento. Here's the thing. It's, I get that question all the time. Are you Sacramento or are you yeah. L.A.? You know, Sacramento's my home base. And, uh, hey, man, I'm at where I'm at. Ooh, that's where at I'm where at. You at. That's where I'm at, man. That's a 15-year wisdom right Yo, there. that's where you I'm at. You don't get that in 14 years. When no, you're no, 15, I'm you start like to realize right that shit. And I'm like, I'm uh, in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, man, comedy calls you. Comedy's like, hey, I need you to be in New yeah. York for this. Yeah. That's True. where I'm yeah. at. You know, you got to record this here. That's where I'm at. Right, so, man, right, that's right. why, you know, facially, All right. you got to be Name me, Name me the Sacramento Kings in three words. The Sacramento Kings in three words. <sighs> we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> that's optimism for yo, Mike Winfield. Yo, you thought you were sad when Indiana left. What about the Sacramento Kings who uh, refused to even make the playoffs since, like, 02 since or Weber, 03? Right? Since yeah. the Weber days. Also, I yeah. hate, like, your jerseys and unis. Like, you look like one of the default creative team franchises in 2K. <laughs> like, you just came pre-programmed like that. You know what I mean? Hey, man, I don't understand this. I just don't understand, you know, like, what is our process? You know, maybe I need to talk to Vladi and see what the plan is. But Do you guys still Vivek? have the Indian cowbells? Brother, or did Vivek. you guys give up on the cow? Is your spirit gone? They don't have the spirit for the cowbell anymore. Is that, hey, man. Is that true? We rode that wave when we got <laughs> Phil Jackson talking yeah. shit. You know, we rode the wave and then um, it went away. And now we just we just have a team. You can't have cowbells with a bad team. That's just too sad we, to bring a cowbell to. Hey, man, we, we, we will prevail. No, I point. want you to. I you want know? you to. Hey, man, Sacramento's big enough. People are shooting movies. In yes. Sacramento so now, big. so that means you know. Look at Mike defending Sacramento, next. getting all I like defensive. Sacramento. I like Sacramento. Two people said we will prevail: Martin Luther King Jr. and Sacramento <laughs> Kings fans. Sacramento's way better than Indiana. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> Is it, man? I don't know. Have you been to Indiana? Sure. Yeah, I've been there. Have you ever danced with a corn-fed girl on a moonless night? <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna do a podcast from Indiana where we go. We we'll have right, fun let's in go. Indiana. You show me the. the we're ropes. gonna do that. We did a fun thing for this podcast. We're gonna go through all eight NBA teams that have exited. And Mike did something fun. He picked for he picked for each team a song that encompasses their situation going in the off season. So the team that we wanted to start with. Who are we starting with? The Oklahoma City Thunder's. Oh man. Who were forty eight and thirty four? A lot of intrigue around this team. Uh, they were. Four and two got bounced by Utah in the playoffs. Uh, next year they will be fifty-seven million over the cap. Their GM Sam Presti has already indicated they will pay the luxury tax. They are willing to do so. Their free agents that they have: Brewer, Collison, Felton, Grant, and Hoistis. But everyone knows those aren't the important things. The two free agents are Carmelo Anthony, who has a twenty-eight million dollar player option, and Paul. George, who is also a free agent. Now, this is a song that Mike chose. And man, before we let's let's yeah, yeah, preface yeah. this preface. song by uh, saying. You want to preface before or postface? Which one do you want to do? Let, let, let's let's just mention that this is a team going in with a lot of ego. I mean, yes. for years, Carmelo, high horse in it all over the NBA, oh, never winning. Sure. 
You know, you got Paul George is just like, you know what, Indiana, I don't need y'all. He said it. He I'm said out. it to us right to our after to we were so face. good to him. You know, I know. You know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm wasting no more time. Here, then we got Westbrook, who's like, you know, yeah, Tom Durant, he can scatter. Just you signed know, a three hundred million dollar contract. I got all the money. I average triple doubles. I'm everything. <laughs> and what I have the... very tight pants. Oh man. So this team, man, they just come in with too much headroom. You and I know, bitch. Be humble. There it is. Be humble, which That's I perfect. think is perfect and would help that team out in every fucking way, in every which way. The whole team, especially Carmelo, especially the sit down part, right? Come off that bench, Carmelo. We need you Carmelo off the bench. That is interesting. You know, Carmelo shot a career low 40.4%, with many thinking that he was. Uh, better suited to the bench role, but Carmelo did not say. So this is what Carmelo had to say to Aaron's point. All year, the Thunder, Billy, players around on the team talked about how much you sacrificed. And um, I guess it's kind of in two parts. Uh, going into next year, with all the sacrifices you've made, are, are you willing to if they come to you, say, like, sacrifice the, the salary you're making, you know, maybe restructure what you're doing and spread it out over a certain amount of years, or are you willing to sacrifice um, playing time and uh, or even a possible bench role? Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not sacrificing no bench role, so you can, that's out the question. <laughs> Be humble, Melo. Sit down. Be humble with your bitch cheeks. I was just talking to Mike yesterday. We were watching basketball. I've never seen Carmelo look like he's been in shape at all. He always looks like he has those cute little titties. You know what I mean? Just a mouthful. Just the way you like it. What has he done? You know? Yes, he can score. Sport. He's a glamorized Rudy Gay. That's what. Harsh words, bro. Oh, I'm sorry, man. He can score. You There's think a lot of dudes who can score, man. Does he yeah. shut down defenders? No. no. He's probably a cool guy in the locker room. He the got cool. He, he, he has charisma. He's married Lala. You got to have charisma to get into yeah, Lala, that's man. That's what you learn But, from but Lala. who does he think he is? He thinks he's like a fat Jordan. I bet. <laughs> he t- fat Jordan. That should yeah. be the new nickname for Carmelo. <laughs> A fat, fat Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, everyone's like, hey, Russell, man, he's he's generous, man. He's, you know, averaging these high assists, but he's doing it at the cost of stat chasing and just getting numbers. So is, he's not is, trying to is, win. Is, is, is Russ to blame? Do you blame Russ for this situation? Man, I blame, like, the level. They got, they. you have three stars. You know, I think Russell's the closest to superstar, but they're not doing what they should, which is sharing the ball properly. Definitely and they're not, not stepping up like stars are supposed to step up. Yeah. Stars are supposed to step up at this time of the year. That's what they lack. You don't have that many players like that. They and, won and one more game round. than last year. One more game in the trade in which they fleeced, quote-unquote, my Pacers. They've won one more game that than last year and got bounced in the same round. Do you agree with that assessment, Aaron? Do you think it's, it's, it's play, on Russ? I'll play devil's advocate here. Uh... First of all, they lost Andre Roberson, who is low-key killing it for He was them. very Defender. important. He was yeah. important for that team. He was. And I don't know if you guys watched Paul George, but that dude was horrible in the playoffs. Paul Minus George the one trash. game. Wait, you mean playoff P? Playoff P. <laughs> playoff P. Playoff P, baby. Lowercase P. Playoff P. Wow, we should have queued up a playoff P clip. That would have been good, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Paul George, uh, he stated repeatedly that. Uh, well, well, he stated repeatedly that he wants to stay with the Thunder. He did the same shit with us. If there's one thing Paul George has a skill at, other than being a two-way player, is that he knows how to tell the media what they want. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody who just always tells you what you want to hear mm. instead of the truth of the situation? Two-faced player, more like a two-faced player, and it always ends up leaving the situation even worse than it would have been. So, at, at this is exit interview. Excuse me. This is what Paul George said about the possibility of playing for the Lakers. This is. Like like the very first fucking question. Then obviously what follows you is speculation about home in Los Angeles for obvious reasons. Is there an allure there to, you, to the idea of playing, you know, at home? Um, I mean, it, it, I, would, I would say, you know, almost everybody in this league uh, would have loved uh, to, to play at home. Um, I, I won't say that's, that's a lie. Um, everybody would love to play for their home uh, in one way or another. Um, but that that won't be the that's not like you know the only you know option for for why I want to go somewhere is because it's home. That Yo, wasn't subtle at all. That's he's <laughs> gone, Thunder fans. He yeah, is gone. Yo, dude. is that not like tampering, but the other way? Dude, we got they got in trouble for tampering with us. Remember when Paul George was on Jimmy Kimmel? With oh, Magic yeah. Johnson, winking they were saying that winking eyes, tampering yeah, 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 yeah. like on air, like you know, like Trump fucking colluding with the Russians in the Oval Office and shit. You know what I mean? I mean, does LA want Paul George though? Well, that's they it. need more than him. They need two people. I mean, even if they get two, is is Paul George one of the two? Yo, he did not look good, man. In his last game, he finished with five points on two total field goals while uh, giving up six turnovers. You That's know, your playoff peak. I will say this. Um, Westbrook is no Lonzo. You know, I feel like Lonzo has the we'll potential the to he wants to pass. He's not doing it well, yeah, solely yeah. for himself. Yeah. They're opposites, but he's Lonzo's not an alpha. Paul George can't be an alpha. Paul George is not an alpha. Paul George and I beta. used to love Paul George. When he broke his leg, all of Indiana was there for him. Yeah. You know, we supported when Lisa Ann, the famous porn star, flew in and stayed with him through his entire convalescence. I said, what? way to go, Paul George. Why don't you shack up with a porn star while you're fucking... Oh, yeah, a lot of NBA guys do that. A lot what? of people in sports do that. When they get hurt... Like one of these porn stars or one of these women of the night, let's say, they will shack up with them in what? convalescence and stay with them through the recovery process. It happened with Paul George with Lisa Ann. Look her up. She's the one who came to Not prominence. The, the I, Lisa I Ann. I don't know Lisa Ann. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't okay. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Why, why, what is it in you that expects loyalty from an NBA player? And maybe that's maybe that's what I'm kind of getting to. You, I guess you don't. But when we were when we were growing up, you know, it was all about being with one franchise. You know, guys took pride in that, like to be with one franchise. And you just thought Paul George was that guy. I, when he came in, he said he wanted to be Reggie Miller. I believe. Amen, him. But maybe you already said he says the right thing. He says, "Well, I know this now. I wouldn't date him now." Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But uh, in case you were wondering, Thunder fan, according to ESPN's Ryan Rossillo. Paul George intends to leave the Oklahoma City Thunder after Whoa. just one year. Yeah, they were bounced by the Jazz Thursday night. He said afterwards, it's too soon to think about free agency, but Rosillo indicated a source that he trusts has indicated that George has made up his mind to leave. But you know what? I don't even, I'm so sick of talking about Paul George because I've lived in it. I'm much more interested in Carmelo Anthony and his career. If he came in 
with LeBron, remember, a lot of people thought Carmelo was going to be a better pro than LeBron. He came in with a college uh, NCAA victory. You know what I mean? He was money his mm -hmm. first three or four Syracuse, years. Right. What does what should Carmelo Anthony do with his career? And in, in, in talking about coming off the bench, this is what he said about the Thunder. They wanted him to be a stretch for. I think the player they wanted me to be and needed me to be was for the sake of this season. As far as being effective as that type of player, I don't think I can be effective as that type of player. I think I was willing to accept the challenge in that role, but I think I can bring a little more a little bit more to the game as far as being more knowledgeable and what I can still do as a basketball player, which is fine. And in it's okay that he says that, but if you're the Thunder, what worries you there is he has a $28 million player option, and nobody is going to pay him $28 million oh, next no. year. It is They're a tight market. They're not going to be able to trade He's him. He's definitely opting in. He's oh, going to be no. on the team. What you're saying is he's going to go to the Sacramento Kings. No, what, <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is he's going to opt in because nobody's going to pay him yeah, that he's not much. Going to Knicks. But whether it's next year or it's this year, what, what would you guys do with if you were Melo? Man. If we were mellow. Yeah, to f salvage your career, what the fuck would you do? Yo, I would get a reality show. <laughs> right now, In Oklahoma. get a reality show, start talking like LeVar, get mm. big, and transition out of the NBA. Because no one's going to know who wants. <laughs> what do you think? Start a weight loss regimen. Be hey. a spokesperson for a new diet. So yeah, get yeah, rid yeah. Of those baby tits. He could do that. He, he could do, do that. that. He, man, he needs to come off the bench. He's... He's a dinosaur for what we're, what we're doing now in the NBA. He can't do it. He's not. Where is he gonna go? Bench. Name one place besides maybe the Kings where he's gonna. I go. got a place for him. San Antonio. Nah, they don't want him. I think San Antonio, Houston, he could do things there. You know, if depending on what happens hey. with San Antonio, but Houston, mm -hmm. Houston, definitely, I think he could he could fit in that. With team. the proper coaching, he will be forced into the role he's supposed to be in instead of saying, you know, I'm this yeah. guy and I should be doing this. That yeah, can't yeah, be yeah, an attitude yeah, if you're trying to yeah. win. But isn't that Especially, what they tried to do to him this year? But I mean, I mean, Dan Tony's teams—they just shoot and don't play defense. That's fucking perfect for Melo, right? Oh, Maybe they'll run so much he'll sweat those titties off. What do you think? Is it possible? I don't think that's how you get rid of titties. That's not how you get rid of titties? <laughs> <laughs> how do you get rid of titties, Aaron Weaver? Uh, I uh, say something stupid and then walk away. Okay, uh, so last point on the Thunder. Will they have the trio of... Will they have two out of three players, Mello, PG, and, um, and the other one, Russ, next year? No, they will not. They will not. And Who Russ will, will send someone three? else off. They'll have Russell Westbrook. It'll just be Russ. He just signed like a two hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Carmelo's gonna get an injury that'll have him sit probably the whole season while he figures yeah. out his plan. And Paul George is just leaving, and he's just going. Yeah. Don't go to L.A. Yeah. L.A. Don't do it. Paul George has an injury. It will be a pulled vagina muscle. Remember where you heard that first. What do you think, Aaron? Will they have two out of the three next year? Uh, yeah, I think they will. Cause Carmelo's not going anywhere. I think Carmelo's staying. They can't move that contract. Carmelo's staying, man. Contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A question: Does Carmelo swim in the pool with one of those tank top things on? You know what I mean? Oh, with his shirt on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Billy Donovan tries to get him to take it off. He's like, no, no, I'm gonna do it my way. <laughs> Yo, he's a cool so dude, though. He seems like Carmelo. Man, yeah, oh, I would party cool with Melo. But that sure. ego, though, come on, no, man. No, man, it'd be fun to hang out. He's, he's got to be, be around other guys with egos and stuff, yeah. man. He seems like a cool dude that would be fun to just kick it with. But man, the hooping thing, it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. Okay. Now we are moving on. <laughs> you mean my dream? <laughs> All right. The Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves, 
the Minnesota Timberwolves, who were 47-35 and 35 last year, lost 4-1 to Houston. They really don't have any major free agents. Derrick Rose, Aaron Brooks, a bunch of washed guys. They are $33 million in the hole. And this is the song. Did I pick this one? Or you, did you picked pick? this one. I picked this one for the motherfucking Minnesota Timberwolves. Put me on with these hoes, homie. He told me don't rusty get grown. Dry slow, homie. Dry slow, homie. Dry slow. You never know, homie, about these hoes, homie. You need to pump your brakes and drive slow, homie. What it do? Drive slow, Timberwolves. Don't be in a rush to grow. I think where you are right now is pretty damn good. Um, but I feel like we have to address the fucking Kanye thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, maybe Kanye should drive slow. Oh, no, man. This is all a play. I mean, why are we buying into the Kanye? How is it a play? It's not going to help sell his album. It's all it a will. plan to sell albums. We're talking, about, it. We're talking albums. about it right here on this podcast. That's going to be like 10 more sales. Oh, wait, yeah, wait. I'm talking about Kellyanne Conway. I'm not going to buy her fucking album. You know? Oh, wait, wait. So you're telling me we don't hear from Kanye forever <laughs> And then, hey, an album happens to be coming out next month. And then, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's on TMZ. <laughs> he's on The Breakfast Club. He's with Charlamagne. Like, come <laughs> on. like. But, dude, shout out to the TMZ guy. That was amazing, dude. Yo, Van came out the back I felt like I was watching, vicious. like, Nelson Mandela and, like, I don't know, Freedom Writers or Yo, some shit. Yo, he hit him, man. Like I said last night, he came out with that Thanos. He, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, let the, let the audience know what this is and me. I don't know what happened. Oh, right, so Kanye went into TMZ. <laughs> Kanye went into TMZ. Yeah, I can find it real quick. Should I find it yo, real quick? Yo, yo, I'll tell him the story while you find okay, it, yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, Kanye yeah, yeah. is Kanyeing. Okay. You know, and then he gets to do his, like, okay, let me move the world. Let me say something <laughs> that's going to get the people talking. Yeah. And then he goes into it, like, all right, I got everyone at the palm of my hands. Everyone's tuned in. Let me splay them with it. Let me hit them with it. And he's like, you know what? I know they did 400 years of slavery, and I'm going to mess up the words. He'll clear it up. Yeah. He's like, but you know what? That shit was they a did it for 400 years. <laughs> He says slavery was a choice. <laughs> what? Woo! Twitter, yeah. Twitter, Twitter exploded. Twitter was like, yo, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. Wait a minute. No. Slavery was a choice. Oh, no. Oh, no. Kanye wins again. Uh, Kim okay. was like, I told you. I told you it would work. Dude, this is all the Kardashians' fault. We did a thing. We showed how Khloe Kardashian had literally ruined every NBA player True, that she man. ever hooked up with. This is somehow. Yo, fault. but hold up. Tristan may have broken the curse with cheating. He cheated Drayden and the He's Nicolai. been playing better the last week, He's man. He's been killing. But you think... don't think Kanye's cheating? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nah, I think Kanye's full up in that, man. Yeah, you know yeah, he's, he's You know how Luke Skywalker yeah. was on Hoth? He had to oh, crawl like into that Jolie. fucking, like, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Kanye I, I, is inside of it. He's he, the revenant. He peeks out everyone's in the wild air. But no, man, Tristan was like, oh, man, I got to do something. Best apps giving. Oh, uh, yeah, this is the problem. Superpower. Fucking live. All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, but yo, Tristan, man, uh, he gets my player appreciation award for breaking the Chloe curse. Yo, and we have Mike. You may want to call, and we have. We're gonna. I think next week we're gonna be talking. You know, we had a groupie correspondent, Maddie Pox, who told us about anal with Leonardo DiCaprio and all this stuff. Uh, next one week of my we have we that have a link. We have. Uh, we're gonna talk to one of these people who had sex with Tristan Thompson on the air. That's gonna be fun. That yeah. does sound like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 it's a great listen. Yeah, that, that'll be fun, <laughs> right? All right, so, you know, 
Con- you know what's been going on Kanye? He's been going off, right? No, he's been trying to sell albums. Let's just be clear what's with the going <laughs> on, man. That's what a, he's been trying to do. A mental thing. But I'm trying to find the van thing. Let me see if I can find it. We may have to ditch out. Right, they're my brothers. They love me. They don't want nothing to happen to Ye. They just want to beat some sense to me. I love Daz. I love the Crips. I love the Bloods. I love everyone. How many people are feeling, how many people felt something that I said today? Raise a hand if you felt something that I said today. Look at these cattle raise their Do you feel that I'm feeling, do do you feel that I'm being free and I'm thinking free? Here we go. Yes. I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think oh, Thanos. Yeah. Before we yeah. <laughs> Thanos totally. But you know, I've never seen that clip where people are agreeing with him. And that shows kind of how dangerous and retarded and how much influence Kanye has. You know what I mean? Like there are minorities standing up in the room agreeing with this bullshit. But this is my hero. Yo, band. also media-driven stuff. You see how that wasn't in the cuts. It wasn't in the cuts. True. It wasn't, and I think it reveals something very important. But anyways, here's my man Van. You know, I fucking hate TMZ, actually. I think it's a downfall of fucking civilization. But my dude Van, like, uh, totally, totally, totally. I'm fully in support of this guy. What you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that, because Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making- I love Kanye's face. This is like the face of a petulant child who has to like yeah, sit man. through somebody telling them the fucking truth, dude. And being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Every day we have to walk into that truth while you choose to say things that, to be honest with you, dog, are nonsensical. You want to think freely? That's fine. I'll combat your free thought with my free thought because mine is grounded in a reality that I have been given and a reality that I'm going to change, but I'm not going to do it by pretending that the enemies are on the same team as me. Finish him! Finish him, Mortal Kombat! Kanye yeah. reminds me of like, like he took mushrooms like sophomore year in college and read Ayn Rand for the first time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, he's like, whoa, you got to work for yourself, man. Personal responsibility. Like and just an ounce of thought in this kind of alt-right yeah, man, world. He's the in thing is, Kanye it. said this. It wasn't Greg from Milwaukee. Yes. You know, this is a guy who has millions and millions and millions. And you can't speak that recklessly you could, yeah. when you got that many impressionable ears in front of you. And it millennials was... are retarded, as we evidenced in our <laughs> in our trip to the Long Beach Grand Prix in the oh, first yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just... Hey, man, are they... Hey, man, you know what? The new generation, I will say, I is getting a lot of stuff right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things they're getting right that a lot of these older, archaic minds are blowing. They're so, real yeah. smart in one way, and then they're real dumb in another way. It's like they're a little on the <laughs> I'll spectrum. I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with Fully that. On the I can't they go spread 100% it out. retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I didn't hear the first episode. I apologize. That's on me. You should be listening to us. Yo, what's wrong? I know. Every I'm week. It. I'm blowing it. Come on. We need you, listeners. Come, spread the word. Talk to everybody. How is Mike Winfield not listening to us? Spread the word. Tweet. Repost. Yeah, Mike. 
Yeah. Anyways, moving on from Kanye and the Timberwolves. Fuck the Timberwolves are gonna be fine. Yeah, they just need to yeah, chill. Yeah. Big okay. upside. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but who potentially will not be okay is the Portland Trailblazers, who Ooh. went down 4-0 to the Pellies. So bah, sad. Bah, bah. The best name in sports, by the way, the Pellies. Uh, they got to be in full panic mode. They are $43 million in the hole and on, I think, the verge of the repeater tax. Uh, they have no major free agents, except for Nurkic, is a restricted free agent. Ed Davis, Connaughton, Napier, and Nurkic. Um, our friend Aaron Weaver picked this song, which I enjoy. And you'll find out why. So. Wait a minute, who's the song from? Do we tell that now? Or do Should we, we tell them I now think we or say after? It now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, is from. Uh, tell them, Aaron. This is from Dame Dalla. All right. <laughs> who oh, is man. Dame hey, Dalla? Who is Dame Dalla? Who I've never heard of Dame Dalla. Dame Dalla. You could probably ask him because he's at home right now, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no nothing else going on. Dame Dalla is uh, the one and only Damian Lillard. The letdown from Dame Dalla. <laughs> you feel? I'm just wondering who gonna be there when I'm down. Who gonna be there when I'm gone? Who is gonna be there when David's down? <laughs> he was asking. It's <laughs> <laughs> anybody. Be there? First of all, I just love uh, that basketball players have rap songs. My favorite basketball player, Lance Stevenson, has a rap song that they play before every Pacers game. Did you know Yo, that? Who's your favorite basketball rapper? Ooh. Yo, did you ever hear that song that Kobe dropped? Yeah, it it's so real bad. bad. It was oh, so bad. Man. So bad. That's when you're over-influenced by the culture, and you just act irresponsibly, and you're like, you know what? I can do it. Right. I know these guys, they, they rap for years, but shoot, I love rap. I'm doing it. <laughs> does Carmelo have a song? Oh, man. You I know bet it, he does. You know he does. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you, I bet he sings the chorus, too, because he don't want to give up his position. Yeah, hold up. Did you know Kobe Bryant was featured in a Brian McKnight song? Yes, I... Yo, Tommy, your cheap-ass microphones are breaking. Can you come here and fix this? We're having a show, and our microphones are falling off the table. <laughs> Producer Tommy, come in. Oh Did you ask that girl out or not? Tommy met a girl at an oh, open he mic. Met a girl, Tommy. He was very proud of the fact he met a girl at the open mic. She was the bartender, right, Tommy? <laughs> oh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that mic in Tommy's face. Did you ask her out yet? I mean, she had a man. It's all right. She had a man? I would be a good plan B. He is a boy. Oh, you are the man. What's that man got to do with you? <laughs> yeah, what's that man got to do with you? You know, that's what I told her, but she, uh, <laughs> she didn't understand. She didn't get a big tip out of me, though. So, uh, oh, she played you, dog. Uh, oh, Tommy, you gotta learn words. some moves like the old hook and ladder. We'll teach it to you <laughs> later, right? I mean, uh, you know, we texted one time and then uh, then that stopped happening too. Okay, Tommy, tell us one when time. you get a, tell us when you get a tricky finger in, okay? okay then we'll listen. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, round of applause for Tommy, everybody. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. So Kobe Bryant was actually uh, featured in a Brian McKnight song. <laughs> this is Kobe. It's a sword slicing, gently do my body burn so sweet. Blood boils when you speak, it yeah. makes me weak. Oh but I refuse to weep. Yet when I sleep, I feel tears trickling down my cheeks. Come on, stay strong. Pride telling me move on. My heart's fighting me, forcing me to hold on. Yours forever. Felt for you beyond measure. Pure as ever. Amazed by sins of treasure. Tonight, tonight, tonight. <laughs> What's 
hits I get with Jay Z. Remember that? One of the first ones. I don't know. I don't remember. Do you have a rap name? Yo, who's ever said that? Who's ever said that on a feature? Like, yo, we don't need Jay Z. We need Kobe, baby. (laughs) We need Kobe. Lance is still my favorite man. They play it before every game. They play Lance's song before every game. game They play Lance's song. You're telling me they forced the entire (laughs) Indiana Pacers team to listen to a Lance Stevenson song? How much does that suck? So you're saying they're not playing it to hype up Pacers fans? You're saying they're playing it to punish? They're the punishing other... the rest of the players. Wow. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, not Lance's song again. Does he just he blow into the mic? Does he blow into the mic? Like in LeBron's ear. It's so good, man. It's Yo, so good. Damn. I don't know. Dan, I think Lance went straight to the uh, stadium DJ and was like, Lance, you know what? Should, I find, should I find the Lance song? He's I remember like, it being kind of good. He's like, bro, Maybe here, put this in. I'll shoot you $50. Lance is the Kanye of the NBA, right? Lance, Kanye is the Lance of the rap game, you know? Yeah. All right, so Lance, Lance Stevenson, rapper. I don't know. I'll take me a second to find this. But what do you guys think of, uh, you know, the Trailblazers? Lillard and McCollum are making $54 million next year. They're already $43 million over the cap. Would you? Sp- they're one of the worst defensive backcourts in the league. They got a little bit better this year. Yeah. But had they capped out? Had D- they capped Dan out? Would you split Thompson. them up? Dan Mees is Clay Thompson. Would you split them up? Yeah. Hey, man, they're not a match made in heaven. They're not. Maybe they need to do some figury with the Wizards. Mike, you have to Ooh. say the name of this song. I can't say it. What's the name of the song? I mean, this is Lance this Stevenson's is L- song. Lance Stevenson's song is called <laughs> Hot Nigga. <laughs> because and, Lance and Stevenson is that. a hey hey hot nigga Lance Stevenson. Oh man, who knew? Oh, I like this. I'm trying to make the next highlight on sports. You know? I'm getting pumped, baby. Hey yo, hey hey Harper, pull up from BK to NC. Is that what's happening? Bobby and back block. Jello beats. Holla at me. Already on some hot nigga. Hot nigga. Straight up out them Coney Allen blocks, nigga. Crossover, step back. I might drop niggas. Game on the line. I'ma take the shot, nigga. Streets got them handles. He might drop niggas. Shout out to third of my block. like all the dudes that I smoked weed with for the first time after seeing Eight Mile. <laughs> like we were oh, all man. trying to do our like freestyle rap. Yep, let's just freestyle on other people's instrumentals. Hey, hey, you know a basketball. You know though, think about it. If you're an yeah. NBA player yeah, and you yeah. listening to this, you like, yo, yeah, that's what I do. I yeah. do that. I, I cross people up and I shoot threes. Yo, yo, it probably fires them up. Maybe the, it maybe fires me up. I love Lance. Yo, I would, I would follow Lance in a battle. I have no joke about that. I yo, would. The Pacers, they won how many games at home? Maybe the song. So works. many. It was the song. Is what I'm trying to tell you. One way or another, it was the fucking song, man. Wow. I love Lance. Lance is my spirit animal. But you guys had to trade one, McCollum or Lillard. Who are you trading? McCollum. No McCollum, doubt. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dame's clutch. Dame's man. Dame has a lot of heart, you know. I love yeah, Dame. He's clutch, Just man. not his yeah, rap career. Yeah, he needs something else, though. It's I'm just telling not, you. It's not enough. But who, who's a player? Who do you think you could get from McCollum? I, I like my Cleveland loving the A trade. Aaron didn't like that. Loving the Which number one? eight pick. Loving the number eight pick from McCollum was my deal. Nah, they Cleveland. need defense, man. Paul George, maybe. Paul George, yeah. Yeah. They'd be real good with Paul. You think? Playoff P. Playoff P. But Playoff P's a free agent. He can pick where he signs now. Right. 
To yeah. Be fair. They need to get rid of McCollum, though. They need to do something else for that team. The other thing is timelines. Everything moves in timelines. You know, I think McCollum's a little too, he's like 25, 26. Dame's like 24, 25, 26, 27. I think, you know, you really got a timeline past the Warriors. The Warriors are going to be in it the next four or five years. If you're a team like the Blazers is kind of stuck in that mid area, I think you really start, you got to start building your roster based on timelines. Where do you want to be in three years? As opposed to now, so I think you move. I think you move. You keep Dame. You move McCollum for a bunch of young ass assets, and you start you start building a young core around Dame, and you get ready to roll three or four years from now when the Warriors are kind of done. That's what I would do if I was the Blazers. I think everything in the NBA is timelines, you know. And there's only a few teams that are on the timeline to beat the Warriors right now. And if you're not on that timeline, then you need to move it the fuck past. I think Dame is older than you think. I think he's on he Steph could Curry's be. timeline. He could no. Dame is younger than Steph. A little bit, but not much. He's no, older than be. CJ, I think. He is, but I think if you if you if you keep Dame, um, if you keep Dame, and you rebuild younger around him, I think that it could work. You I know? think it could. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Get some Lakers. That is the Trailblazers. Next, we are moving on to the Spurs. Very interesting season for the Spurs. I love this season for the Spurs personally because they had to battle through a lot of shit. And Pop, my motherfucking man, Pop, still got him there, baby. Yes, I love the Spurs. <laughs> they were, uh, what were they on the season? The Spurs on the season were 47 and 35. They were the seventh seed. They lost 4-1 to the Warriors. Uh, this is Mike chose this song. Yeah, this is a <clears throat> for the Spurs. This song is for the Spurs. I think it'll make sense once we hear the song. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, you gotta be there. You gotta be there. What is going on with Kawhi Leonard? He's an incredible disappearing man. He was supposed to return. He returned to action mid-December, mid-January. And then at one point in early March, he was expected to be back against the Pelicans, and he wasn't. Then he went back to New York to rehab. And then there were rumors he was going to be there for the playoffs. And then he wasn't. Pop threw him a lot of shade, which Pop never throws shade baby takes wow. a lot takes what a lot. is going on with Kawhi? this is like when Chappelle tony went parker? to africa I know exactly. what is going on with Kawhi? tell us i know exactly what it is did tony oh. parker fuck his wife is that oh, what happened oh shit no because no. you know tony parker fucked brent berry's wife and that's what caused no, really tony that's why brent that berry got traded yeah that's, oh yeah that's you know that story right? <laughs> right brent berry that's was and brent French berry's shit. wife was wow. fine but tony came in those oh, frenchmen happy Le Pew, remember that very guy French, yeah. very tony parker and he loved her and he made sweet french love to her and he actually caused i think brent berry got traded after that or something that's how you do it if i remember correctly but um yeah back to Kawhi. what the fuck happened with Kawhi? this is what happened he changed his agent to his relative, who may be his <laughs> uncle. This is true. Are you serious? And, yes. And his uncle, you know, family feeds you dreams. They like Kawhi. Like, you getting this, but I can get you this. Yeah. So his uncle has these big imaginations for him, these big dreams, these big fantasies. And he's like, look, this safe stuff is not working for us. Yes, the Spurs are a quality organization, but, man, we got to go to L.A. 
or New York or Well, who sells out the fucking Spurs? The Spurs are where you want to be. They're yeah. like the Patriots. I think that's a very short-sighted hey, move on Kawhi's part. Kawhi, it is. It is. Kawhi was like, I don't know, cuz. I don't know. I don't know if this is a good idea. But his uncle's like, yo, we got this. Kawhi's They're referencing you as the second and third best player in the league. You can be anywhere. But they, Why they, not go to Los Angeles? Yeah. They don't understand. There's a difference between being one of the best players and being a star. He does not have a star personality. Hey, who's Kawhi. Who, hey, but uh, uh, what do you need a personality for? To sell the shoes. Look at Russ. Yo, He's his rap 10, songs maybe. are going to be terrible if he doesn't have a personality, Mike. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? The Claw. <laughs> the Claw. <laughs> MC Claw, baby. He doesn't show up on the beat. <laughs> he should have a song called Inspector Gadget. You know yeah. what I mean? Anyway. Yeah, you know, right. His shoes may not sell the same. Papa Lee's is a diss track. <laughs> you sick. know how many producers are in L.A. that are like, if I could get my hands, hands on, on Kawhi, Kawhi I could yeah, make yeah, him a star, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know, man. I could make him a star. Nike yeah. offered him like four mil a year. Oh, yeah. Four mil. What they offer? No, like, it was more than four. It was it? like it was like a no, 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 no. It was a sixty or seventy million dollars. No, shoe no, contract. it was like twenty for four years or something. Five no, months. it was it was it was more than that because he turned it down, and a lot of people were like, "Why did you do that?" Is and the, I think it goes back to the the, uh, the uncle. The uncle thing is fucking him up. I've seen enough thirties for thirties to know, yo, you don't hire your family members. Or if somebody comes like, yo, I got a great idea for this car wash. Yo, you, you don't family give them the money. is the biggest detriment to your success. Family, the ones that are in your ear and they think it's for us. Yeah. Here Amen. It is. You ever see the movie Life? <laughs> Aaron, Four-year Aaron, deal, 20 Aaron, mil. Aaron, Aaron's been full hey. of consternation ever since I disagreed with him. He pulled it up on his phone. Do you guys remember the movie Life? Yeah, yeah, Look yeah. Look up yeah. the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin I Lawrence. love that movie. What happens movie. is the dude, I forgot his name, he's the baseball player. He goes in uh -huh. there, and they teach him, and they get him skilled up, yeah. and they're like, man, we got this. And they create this baseball player, and then the other, what, uh, and whoever it is, they come and take him out to the big leagues. And Martin and Eddie are like, hey, but what about us? You know, because they were doing it for themselves. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the, you know, the success of who they created. And the moral of that story is then they deserve to spend their life in jail, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, damn. Yeah, yeah. with the Spurs. Never got out, right. <laughs> but yeah, four years, 20 million is bullshit, actually. He should have turned that down. That four is, years, 20 million is bullshit. But I'm saying, they, they don't deal. offer him for Kawhi. more because he doesn't talk. No, that's you know, true. I like Kawhi, but that's you got to talk and you but have to have like a... still a bullshit. Maybe I, can, Lance can get the shoe deal in China if he goes over there, okay? They got to spin this, man. I'm telling you, L.A. producers can do that. They need to they need to spin the fact that he's quiet to how many people are quiet in the world. Yeah. They would that's love unique. to wear those yeah, shoes. Yeah, you could sell that as like the monk or some shit. You sell that as the image. Yo, these is the quiet kids. Which is also what always made him a perfect superstar for the Spurs. Duncan was right. like that. He was the yeah. same person. I, I think Kawhi's being really dumb and really short-sighted. San Antonio is a perfect place for him. Do you guys think Kawhi is going to be on the Spurs next year? I think he will be. They're I think they're going to talk. Offering him the max, he already knew he was going to get. Not, and the new max is crazy. Like it's Russell's max was twenty mil. It's insane. I think he's leaving because I, of Uncle James. He's out of here. Uncle I think James. his uncle, <laughs> uncle is going to get him to L.A. or New York <laughs> You're right. or Chicago. Uncle somewhere. James is saying you can be in the spotlight. He's right? going to get him to the spotlight. Damn, uncle. No, uncle. I don't agree, uncle. You need to be there. You need to be grounded, man. Pop makes shit happen. I love Pop. Greg Popovich is like my favorite thing of the NBA. Yo, he's I love, amazing. I love him. Amazing. I love him. I love him. His everything he says, he speaks for such a bigger cause. Yeah, and uh, he's actually like 
you know these guys like like people don't think Belichick's funny or Popovich is funny. Popovich is actually fucking. Oh, he's hilarious. Funny. He's playing games oh, yeah. out there with those reporters. He's oh playing yeah, games with them. I love it. You yeah. can see how what a mind. Also, do you know where Pop is from? Warsaw, Indiana, motherfuckers, because we grow basketball in Indiana. All right, All right. here's Popovich. Okay. <laughs> we just assume that it ain't broken. You're not going to try to fix it. Okay. Pop, you think this team needs a major overhaul to be able to challenge for a championship? We, we just we just lost in the first round. I'm not going to think about overhauls. I'm going to get a bite to eat and maybe have a a Gatorade. <laughs> I think we probably should. I'm not having a Gatorade right now. That would, that would be the urgency. Jeez, a whiz, guys. Come on. Jeez, a whiz. Think of a question. From being in this position against the Hornets two years ago. What? <laughs> think about the Hornets two years ago? You were in a similar position. Lost no, I won't think about that at all. These guys are grown men. They don't need me to say, now remember the Hornets, fellas. We got to really pull it together for game three. Maybe I'll talk about the Gipper if I'm going to talk about the Hornets. Champ, Champ, tell me about your fiery uh, Francophile, the uh, Parisian torpedo, Tony Parker. Can he continue to be your main butter and egg man and still cook the boys from Big D? Am I being punked or something? I'm <laughs> old. <laughs> guy that misses a free throw gonna buy me a new car <laughs> on the one that his hand is shaking it's kind of hard to pick up on the audio but he's talking to ginobili and it's like his rookie year you can tell because ginobili still has hair in the back yeah, and the angle from the back he's like motherfucker my hand shakes because i'm old why are your hands shaking your hands shouldn't be shaking man i have one question for you should greg popovich be our next president Yes. And tell me why you agree with me. Absolutely. I agree because he speaks from an honest standpoint. He puts good people around him. That's why the Spurs have been successful mm. for like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what the world needs. Mm. Not this. I'm going to go vice president and Oprah president. <laughs> Pop yeah. and Oprah... Come on. Oprah's got some weird shit about her, like that secret shit. Like she's kind I of like a little shit. too Trumpian. I like the fact that like Popovich is like, you know, down to earth. And you need like, maybe I can't say this on air, but I don't think the white folk this time are going to vote for a minority against Trump. But man, you know how many numbers Oprah has? If she wanted to be president, all she has to do is go yeah. on Twitter and say, announce it. Yeah. She should just announce it the day you vote. You need you need a white military She doesn't even guy. have to campaign. Just announce it on voting day. You think she'd day. win like that? Just like, you know how many numbers she has? What if Oprah joined Twitter? Yeah. She's not on Twitter? I don't know, but I don't think so, because <laughs> she's a million followers. You're right. I don't think Oprah... I, you would know if Oprah we was on know. Twitter. Uh, you'd feel yeah, it. <laughs> I would, if I was Oprah and I wanted to be president, I would yeah. announce it the day before we go out to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Oprah, we have it. I, yeah, Oprah... Yeah, Oprah's cool, I guess. But, like, the thing about Pop, I think it would be so great to have Pop on a debate stage handling that guy the same way he handles reporters. Like, can you imagine how Pop would just fucking cut him? It would be great, hey, man. Because what you're saying is, what is politics really about? Now. Entertainment. Now it's entertainment. <laughs> right. How funny was Pop? Pop would make him look like a fucking yeah. fool. Yeah. And not only that, Pop's got heart. Here's why Pop should be president. Right here. This is why I love Pop. Are you ready for this? It's so timely. Uh, you know, no matter how you look at it, whether it's... They're, they're asking him about Black History Month. 
Dr. King getting large groups of people together and boycotting boycotting buses and uh, or uh, what's happened in Carolina with uh, the NBA and other organizations pulling events uh, to make it known what's going on. But I think the important thing what uh, Kaepernick and others have done is to keep it in the conversation. You know, when's the last time you heard the name Michael Brown? Uh, with our 24-7 news, you know, things seem to drift. We were all trying to just exist and survive. And it's easier for the mass, uh, for, the, for the mass of more uh, white people, because we haven't lived that experience. It's difficult for many white people to understand the day-to-day feeling that many black people have to deal with. It's not just, you know, a rogue policeman or a policeman exerting too much force or power. Uh, when we know that most of the police are trying to do their job, which is very difficult, uh, I'd be scared to death if I was a policeman. I stopped the car. Uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. And part of that in our country is uh, exacerbated by the preponderance of guns uh, that other countries don't have to deal with. So it gets very complicated. And uh, at this point, uh, when somebody like Kaepernick brings attention to this and others who have, uh, it makes people face the issue because it's too easy for people to let it go because it's not their daily experience. Uh, and if it's not your daily experience, you don't understand it. Uh, I didn't talk to my kids about how to act in front of the policeman when he gets stopped. I didn't have to do that. But all of my black friends have done that. There's something that's wrong about that. And we all know that. What's the solution? Nobody's figured it out. But for sure, the conversation has to stay fresh. It has to be continuous. It has to be persistent. And we all have a responsibility to make sure that that happens. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Aaron, I have, I have one question for you. Oh, great. Do you have black friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you see the plight of the minority in this country, Aaron Weaver? Oh, man. Uh, I want you to answer for all white yeah, people. Yeah, Aaron, come on. Come on, Aaron. I've tried, guys. I mean, <laughs> I've done my best to listen to Dame Dollar. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> It's, it's amazing, though, right? Pop is amazing. Pop Do you see that? Is amazing, dude. You put Pop on the stump, he's gonna fucking kill it because he speaks truth. He speaks, he speaks the truth. The you put Pop on a debate stage with Trump? Are you kidding me? He will make that fat ass look like a fool, dude. Like a fool. Like the American fool he is. Keep the conversation fresh. And that, isn't that fresh conversation? Keywords. Mm. Keywords. And those words fall into so many different categories. Yeah, dating. When it comes to so many different issues, and that's what we need to do, and that's what people are afraid to do, and I'm here to say right now, yeah, on live, yeah, live, live recorded podcast, is that why is Mikey Winfield not headlining every comedy club <laughs> across the nation? Yeah, I think that's what Popovich was talking about. Definitely. Let's email Pop. Let's find out. <laughs> it's me going straight Westbrook. It's all about myself. You went Westbrook. You went Westbrook. very selfish. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why the Oklahoma City Thunder will not wake and ring in the next three years. <laughs> Boom. But, uh, yo, that, what I love about Pop is he just speaks truth, right? He speaks fresh, which is why I find it funny that uh, people were giving a comedian, you know, shit for what she told people at the White House Correspondence Center. If you haven't heard it, I think you should. This 
this woman did her civic duty, and I'm proud to be called a comedian because of people like Michelle Wolf. We are graced with Sarah's presence tonight. I have to say, I'm a little starstruck. I love you as Aunt Lydia and the Handmaid's Tale. Uh, <laughs> Mike Pence, if you haven't seen it, you would love it. Every time Sarah steps up to the podium, I get excited. Yo, I hate, I hate to stop. Tommy, can you give me something to open this beer with, like a lighter or something? Thanks, man. Because I'm That's not really sure what we're gonna get. <laughs> That's why you just paused Michelle. in the middle What's of truth. Going? Well, I'm right in the this... middle of a great joke because you needed to open a beer. Yo, man, it's time. I've been drinking this scotch. I need something to chill on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Tommy. Spoon over. Oh, All right, he's Michelle ignoring me. Yes. You know, a press briefing, a bunch of lies, or divided into softball teams. It's shirts and skins, <laughs> and this time, don't be such a little bitch, Jim Acosta. And I'm never really sure what to call Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, is it Sarah Sanders? Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it Auntie Huckabee Sanders? Like, what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? <laughs> Like she burns facts and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. Oh, like maybe oh, she's man. born with it. Maybe it's lies. Oh, oh, it's probably lies. They try to say that's about her physical appearance, which is so clearly not. This is how outrage culture, if you engage in outrage culture on the right or the left, you're a fucking asshole because it's so easy to manipulate for propaganda purposes. Quit that shit. Yeah, that is Michelle hey, NBC. Wolf, everybody. So, I mean, what the fuck? Isn't comedy beautiful? It is, and they call to us to speak at these times. Why else do you have a comedian in there? To please everyone? Mm. Is that what it was about? You know what? She pleased a lot of people not in that room. And we're only getting those snippets. Yeah. There was way more. What was she on for? An hour, 40 minutes, 30 minutes? We see three, yeah. four minutes. Yeah. And that would, I don't mm, even yeah. know if that was just the highlights. There was yeah. other stuff. That's saying. weird. She probably bombed, you know, no, no. there. <laughs> she probably bombed there. No, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. like, most of us liked it, but I'm saying in the room, she probably bombed. Well, you know Colbert in his famous one where he stood up to Bush, uh, he bombed in the room. That's what I'm saying. And they don't want to hear that shit. one of the most legendary performances that there is. I think there's something beautiful about it. It speaks to the root of comedy, kind of like you know how the jester in the king's court could be the only one to speak truth to it. Right. It's also very scary because it shows you how normalized their lies have become. Like, remember when this shit started and Spicer was talking about how big his hands were at the crowd size? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, this is so ridiculous. And now you have media members defending Huckabee at every turn, selling the false narrative that Wolf was going after her looks, which she wasn't. And uh, completely, uh, you know, missing their responsibility as journalists. Something Michelle Wolf said that was very key, and I think why she was attacked by the media so much, is she put a light on them and said, you guys act like you hate Trump, but you all motherfuckers, I'm paraphrasing, are profiting off him more than anybody else. Guys, thoughts on what Michelle Wolf did uh, this past week? You know, what is bombing? What is bombing? Mm. I think bombing is not when they're Quiet bombing is when you get zero reaction. I think if you go out and they're like, we hate you. True. You have touched souls. We love mm. you. You have touched souls. That's when true. they say nothing, you've bombed. So that means you have not even caused a person to raise an ear or a wink an eye. Yeah, so great, great art divides.
right? Absolutely. It, it, it and brings us together, but you have to choose a, a side. Yeah. Right. It right. creates a discussion. Yeah. It, what, it, what was it? What was sorry? What was an example of great art that divided in the past that you would say? Uh, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it could Kanye. To, yo, I, I will say one little slight thing in the defense of Kanye. I love Kanye, and like when this shit happened, like I wanted to defend him because I've defended him through everything else. I think his music is that fucking good. Like even this shit is a is a bridge too far for me. But we may look at this years later. Like my other guy is Dylan. I love fucking Bob Dylan. And Bob Dylan had a very similar period. It was his evangelical period from like 77 to 82. You know, he was a Jew his whole life. And a lot of people said he sold out on the movement. He sold out for right wingers. He sold out to become an evangelical. And you see where Dylan is now. And that's nowhere where his legacy is. So I'm kind of hoping maybe that's what happens with Kanye. I think he's about to drop his best album yet. He's hyping it up. It's going to be He's hanging great. out with like Charlie Kirk and Alex Jones. Hey. I don't agree with what he's saying, but I think he's just getting people's attention and he's about to drop something his great. His best album's behind him. When Show me an artist, too, that drops their best album and it's like their oh, seventh yeah. or eighth. Show me that. What was that song, The Swan album, where he's got like the, he, on the cover of it, it's the... Uh, that's the song that had, that's the one that had that uh, track, How Can One Man Deal you know, With All This Power. It also oh, had that track eight Don't. joint. Yeah, yeah, Devil yeah. Devil in yeah, a blue yeah, dress yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I love that dress. shit. Come back to his Kanye. Get out of the sunken place. Moving on to the Washington Wizards. They're <laughs> another team. You guys wow. like segways? Oh, right. It's a boring shit. <sighs> the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you do? You had something else you want to say? No, no, go for it. Play that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got we're gonna do three more teams, man. They want me to keep this shit in an hour, but I think we gotta go at least hour twenty. I think hour twenty is what we need sometimes. Tommy, do you hear me? Okay, all right. Um, so we are going to go, and we need to be twice a week. Jamie Masada, the owner of the club, wanted this to be twice a week originally. I was like, oh, let us find the first once a week. He was right. We should have gone twice a week. There's too much content. But let's go with the Washington Wizards, who are $35 million over the cap next year. Oh, God. So sad. No notable free agents. Sad. Their most notable free agents are Ty Lawson and Ramon Sessions, which Ugh. means they're not, can't even bring anybody back. You mean Ty Lawson that just came from Ty Lawson. Came from China notable. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. came from China to come and play in like the Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. The Wizards are such a confounding team. This is what Mike picked for them. And with his fingers Singing my life with his words Killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly. Don't drop the beat, don't drop the beat. Don't drop it. With his Cut it. Song. Cut it. Cut it. They don't get the beat. Deserve the beat every year. Why do the Wizards not deserve the beat? Every they don't deserve every year. This. Why are you even making the playoffs so you can just satisfy and help another team move on? Mm. Why are you there? You're wasting our time. I want to love DC. I want to love John Wall. He's a beast. Uh, Bradley Beal. I want to love him. But every year, this, you're killing me. I have a different point of view. I have a different point of view. I think 
people sell too early sometimes, okay? They sell on teams too early. You don't know what's going to happen with LeBron in the East. Like, I'm not the biggest Raptors guy, but they're kind of paying off dividends of keeping your core together. If LeBron goes out West, something happens, next year you keep your core group together five, six, seven years, you can make trouble. You can gel. You can find something that's different. I don't think the Wizards should break up. I don't think so. But they don't get along, you know? At least the Raptors like each other. Wizards fucking hate each Do other. They're like care? dueling wizards. They really don't like each other. They don't like each but other. But does that matter? I think it does. I like the story of think... them hating each other and then winning something. Like, what a better story. <laughs> well, what do you yeah. think about the fact they won like 20 state games in a row when John Wall got hurt? They what do you did think that about purpose. that? That's how the rest of the team hates mm. John Wall. That's how they much they like, hate him. Let's fucking wait, win without him. They, like, they, yo, they that's real. over a common enemy. Yeah, yeah. You remember when uh, Marcin Gortat was talking shit about them? Or talking shit about John Wall. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah. you remember what happened, but Gortat, after like their 15th win or 14 out of 15 or something like that, Gortat had tweeted, uh, unbelievable, the Portlish Hammer, unbelievable team win or some shit. And he had team win in quotation Ooh, marks. Damn. And that drew the ire of, of one John Wall. Just the way he put the team, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The way he put the team in the, in, in the little exclamation points, and I'm like, whoa. But it is what it is. Everybody has their own opinion. They say it's what they say. Uh, I know what I do and what I bring to a team. I know I'm a team player. Um, I average almost 10 assists a game. I'm very prideful in finding my teammates and getting these guys easy shots. And it was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assists from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. Ooh, spoon-fed. Yeah, spoon-fed basket. It gets worse. Uh, this is John Wall talking about his relationship with Bradley Beal. He says, I quote, I think a lot of times we have a tendency to dislike each other on the court. We got to be able to put that to the side. If you miss somebody on one play or don't have something go right, as long as you come to each other and talk, uh, it's okay. If I start arguing with somebody, I'm cool. I'm just playing basketball, talking about arguing with Beal. He goes on to say about Beal's contract, which he was reported to be very jealous about. He signed an extension off his rookie year, which did not pay him as much. Uh, now that you have your money, you got to go out there and improve your game, he says to Beal. I want you to be an all-star just as much Damn. as I'm an all-star. Wow. If Damn. we were playing well, if we were playing, if we were playing well as a tandem, like the other two superstars play together as a backcourt, play as a tandem, one night it's going to be his night, one night it's going to be mine, some nights it might be both of us, <laughs> those are nights it's going to be tough to beat us. I think you just convinced me, Aaron, <laughs> reading my own quotes. Is this like, what is going on Shots. with this fucking team? Shots yeah, fire. you can't win with that energy, man. Yeah. yeah, it is a terrible energy. Very true. And they have 45 mil uh, committed to both of these guards next year. And 65 mil the following year once Wall's Supermax kicks in. They need to hook up with Portland, just do a swap. <laughs> I, Bill that's what for I was McCollum. Saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Absolutely. I like that, actually. That's brilliant. It's perfect. The sick part is it's not even John Wall's game, really. It's a personality trait. It's a personality trait. They're just thing. like, we don't like this dude. It's and it carries on to the floor. Like, it's imagine not being liked. That's rough. But the, you have talent. They they pay Ugh. him. They'll pay him seventy million together in twenty twenty. Just those two players. But uh, it's not an even swap though. So That's Beal, the no, the money. Beal. So Beal also uh, started something um, this season too. That was from last season. The wall call. Well, Beal said this year that caused uh, Drew, um, Drew John Wall's ire is uh, he quoted he had this quote from this popular movie. 
If I can play it, I ain't eating. You ain't eating. What you mean you ain't eating? You ain't making this paper, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. Fuck me, man. You did. Man, fuck this nigga. Turn around, matter of fact. Fuck this nigga, bitch. Turn around, move up. Stay still, motherfucker. Get your ass out of here, motherfucker. Everybody hey, yo, eats B. Hey, yo, hey, man, that's what the fuck gonna happen to anybody just that away, man. Everybody yeah. eats B. That's that from Payton Full. In the history <laughs> of black movies, this is the most, I'm saying it here Mike first, loves this movie. The most underrated <laughs> film in black gangster-like drug dealing movie history paid in full yeah, most yeah. underrated if you have not seen it there's so many quotes that you don't even know come out of <laughs> it from calvin holding the light from uh niggas get shot every day b like this movie has all the quotes <laughs> that you don't even know yeah mike and i were hanging out last week and he was paid in full you haven't seen paid in full how you not see paid in full so i was researching the wizards and i found out that wall got pissed at beale because he kept saying they were asking about wall being out and beale kept saying everybody eats b. everybody eats b. That really happened. everybody eats b that really I happened you. I told like you. it's a wizard's thing that they quote from paid in full. So, right, does that make you happy, That's Mike Winfield? That's incredible that we had that conversation <laughs> and that link today. Wow. I did that for Mike Winfield, man. All right, the Pacers. I think we're going to skip the Pacers. We talked about them at the beginning. I may do a little monologue maybe next week about how much they mean to me. But the Pacers, such an incredible year, dude. They were such an inspiring fucking team. Like, it's really hard for me to explain. Like, every single one of those guys who have been in high school, junior high, middle school locker rooms all said this was the best locker room that they've ever fucking been on, man. And just to fall in when nobody believed in them, to take them to game seven, to win 48 games, it was my favorite non-Reggie um, team ever. What I will play is this one quote from Lance Stevenson about why, of course we will. About why LeBron beat them. <laughs> Question, who is supposed to be guarding LeBron there late? I don't know. He, he's a tough player. You know, you can't really get into him, uh, get into his head. So, you just gotta play him. You gotta play him tough and make him make uh, second chance shots. You know, I mean, no, not second chance shots. Um, you gotta make him gotta make second chance and, shots. Uh, play him smart. Maybe don't give him second <laughs> chance shots, Lance. <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> what? Lance is high as fuck. got to get into him and uh, play him smart. got to get into him. What would you Yo, I love Lance. There's lots of stories you hear in, in regional markets that you don't hear about other people. My favorite Lance story is they called a prostitute in Indianapolis, and he didn't pay her. He didn't pay her. <laughs> and she ended up calling the cops. You know what I mean? Lance, rule one, pay the woman. Pay the hookers, man. You're going to get in trouble. Isn't that stuff illegal? It is. Well, so I'm know. saying, how do you involve the law in an illegal transaction? Yeah, I don't know. That's man. just, you know, you never know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And then what about the Bucks? Any thoughts on the Bucks? My big thing with the Bucks, their coaching suck. Are they going to keep Giannis? Yeah, they're yes. going to keep him. Giannis yeah. is going to develop. He's going to become a super, super player. Max. And then he's going to decide in about five years if he wants to go to L.A. You think so? I'm not convinced Giannis. Yeah, five years he's going to stay on L.A. I think, I think... At his end of his rookie year, when he's a restricted free agent, he'll stay. But I don't think he's gonna go to LA. I think when he's a when he's an un, uh, when he's unrestricted, he will be coming to the New York Knicks to team with up. his butt boy Kristaps. He loves yeah. Porzingis. Oh, he loves nuts. Porzingis. And he loves Porzingis. By then, loves Porzingis. By then, he'll be able to team up with LeBron's son. 
Oh, <laughs> shit. That'll be the game plan. LeBron's son. Shit. And LeBron is going to coach. I'm predicting. He's going to coach the Knicks. Damn. So he's going to have the, the Giannis in his prime. He's gonna have Porzingis and he's gonna have LeBron. Yo, can he be like Tree Rollins and Tree be Rollins the and be the, uh, the player coach? The player coach. I love Tree Rollins. Yeah, right. Remember how they used to have player coaches and shit? They don't yeah, have that man. anymore. I mean, LeBron's doing that right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's gonna be great yeah. when he's really older and he puts himself in some certain games. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like when up. they play the Kings, he's like, "Yeah, I'll play today." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and our last team, the Miami Heat. Ooh. This is the song Mike picked for the Heat, who are $33 million in the hole. They're all comprised of role players, except for first-time all-star Goran Dragic and Dwayne Wade, who's essentially mm. a, a spot role player now. Um, and, yeah, here is the song Mike picked for them. When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell Cause I'm a piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies Dressed in white, I like black Tims and black hoodies God'll probably have me on some real strict shit No sleeping all day, no getting my dick licked Why did you pick this song, Biggie's Suicidal Thoughts for the Miami Heat? Because it's over for the Heat And they're thinking about just just withdrawing from the National Basketball Ooh, Association. Damn. This team has no upside. They are yeah. just, why, yeah. again, why are they even in? Yeah, why'd they give all that money to all those role players? It makes no sense. I don't know. I think the Heat are fucked. I think they got to tear it down to the studs and rebuild. You know what I mean? For various reasons. Whiteside is a fucking sourpuss. You know what I mean? None of their talent really developed. Justice Winslow, who's supposed to be great, got hurt. But what I love about the Heat is my boy Dwayne Wade. I used to hate the Heat. I used to hate Dwayne Wade. That was before Parkland, people. That was before Parkland, okay? You know what I mean? What Dwayne Wade has done for that community is so fucking amazing. What did Betsy DeVos do for that community? What did Betsy DeVos? She showed up. She didn't talk to any of the students. She didn't do anything. Uh, she destroyed them even more to the point where they didn't... Like, how do you come to the school? You don't talk to any of the students who went through such a tragedy, and then you go afterwards and say that you still want to arm people. This is what Betsy DeVos said about, um, about guns in school. Connecticut Democrat Chris Murphy, who's pushed for stricter gun regulations since the Sandy Hook school shooting. First of all, can you be a more boring news announcer? Like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> His state asked DeVos whether she'd support a ban on guns in schools. Guns in schools. Surprise you. This is her answer. Do you think that guns have any place in or around schools? Uh, I think that's best left to locales and states to decide. If if the underlying question is, um, you can't say that you can't say definitively today that guns shouldn't be in schools. Well, I, I will refer back to uh, Senator Enzi and the school that he was talking about in Wapiti, Wyoming. I Wapiti. think probably there, I, I would imagine that there's probably Wapiti. a gun in the school to protect from potential grizzlies. <laughs> to protect from potential grizzlies. Are you fucking kidding me? That was very convoluted. Yeah. What, you, what, what, what is she talking about? I don't know, man. No, she says that in the reason there should be guns in schools is because there's three schools that are under threat of grizzly bear attack. Meanwhile, 17 people, mm. 17 kids shot at Parkland, and the way they've been treated since that thing is despicable. People should actually fucking take a look at themselves. I don't know, dude. I mean, to be fair, there have been a lot of mass grizzly attacks in <laughs> public schools lately. So it's, it's but only this fair. is this is why I love um, 
This is why I love Dwayne Wade. So Betsy DeVos shows up. Uh, none of the students wanted her there. They had to go through even more procedures, even more lockdown. They all fucking hated it. Dwayne Wade shows up two days later. This is what happens when Dwayne Wade is there. The kids fucking mob him. Yo! Yo! My man! He's like My up man. in front of all the kids and recording. They're so excited. The first time they've been happy since when? Care about the kids, Betsy. Yo, what's up, bro? I got the right clip. Fucking beautiful. Amazing. Should be getting goosebumps. Now you're dead. And hopefully, for a moment, for a second, bring a little bit of this. Bring a little excitement. Bring a little. Wait, County. What you guys have been going through, and the guy, how resilient you guys have been, I've been amazing from afar. And I just wanted to come and say I'm inspired um, by all of you. Um, as someone out here in the public eye, I'm proud to say I'm from this state uh, because of you guys, because of the future of, of this world, because of you guys. So I just say thank you, man, and uh, I appreciate it. Just be nice to the kids. Uh, MSD strong all the way, right? What do you say about Grizzlies? Thank y'all for the love, man. I appreciate it so much. He said the one sole exception to a gun should be Grizzly Bears. Isn't that beautiful? It's heartwarming. Isn't it? That's mm -hmm. difference making. It is. You change lives. You change lives. It is. And you know, you can see it now with the Vegas. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are in the uh, the Western Conference playoffs. What's been happening with them has been very inspiring. You should check out some of the pregame stuff. And you know, one reason I wanted to have Mike here and to kind of end on this note is we were actually in Vegas together. We were playing the Laugh Factory Las Vegas the day the shooting happened in Vegas. What? So I know, so yeah, Oof. it's been, it's so for me personally to see what the Vegas Golden Knights have been doing, it's been really inspiring. I don't even fucking like hockey, but but I don't know. What's going on with this country and what's going on um, kind of in Parkland and stuff. And I think sports, you know, with Popovich, uh, what we've been talking about, it goes beyond that. It goes to the point where you can where you can reach beyond sports into really human aspects of what life is, man. And that's what I love about what's going on with the Vegas Golden Knights, right? That's great. Right, and Mike, Mike, what can you speak to, uh, kind of to your experience through what we went through? Do you want to kind of tell them what was happening you know, when the shooting happened? Once you're a part of one of these tragedies, you're different. It changes you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we literally were up to our last show. Last show on Sunday. Very last show on Sunday. Uh, second of two shows. In the Laugh Factory in Vegas. And then we just start hearing things. And it's one of those things you hear it at first, and you're like, nah, what? No, no. Because you're like, nah, that doesn't happen, does it? Mm -hmm. Does it happen? Even though you know it happens. And they're telling us there's a shooter outside of the hotel. They Whoa. don't know where this shooter is. Sure. And they're announcing they don't know if it's one, is it three, is it five? 
At one yeah. point, they even tell us there's a shooter in the, the la- in the multiple the shooters Tropicana in the Tropicana where we are. Multiple shooters. So we got our doors just, you know, with the entire audience there with too. The barred audience. in. Bar While you're doing the show? No, While we're, we're not getting ready to start the second ready to show. Start wow. the show. So it, where the Tropicana is, it's actually closer to the music venue where the shooter, shooting happened than the Mandalay Bay. The Mandalay mm, Bay is okay. across the street. So when that guy started shooting from across the street, everybody um, from that music venue, they ran to the Tropicana. And my side that whole week was on the side of that country music concert. You wow. know, so if I would have been, we could absolutely have heard everything. But it was it was a crazy situation. We were getting the show started. They locked down the entire green room. It was my birthday weekend. My parents had just visited. They had just been in there talking to us, and they were going to get food. I recommended them to go to the vegetarian restaurant because, like Mike, they're vegetarian at the Mandalay Bay, which thankfully they didn't. But what happened, the way we found out, was we were getting ready to start the show. My dad called my girlfriend and said, guys, hide. There's an active shooter, there's a shooter, there's a shooter. And he ran. I could hear the running and panic in his voice. Mm. They hid behind a car in a parking garage for the next three or four hours, unsure of what was going on. Mike downloaded the police scanner app on his phone. Big shout out to the Laugh Factory Vegas staff who was so great and kept everybody safe. But we didn't know what was happening. No. On that police scanner, you heard three active shooters in the Tropicana. I didn't know where my parents were, what's going on. I thought they went to the Mandalay Bay. It was unlike any situation I've been in in my life. It's not right. It's not left. It's not damn. It's not Republican. It's about the right to human life and the right to live without terror, goddammit. Yo, all I can think about is I got to get home to my family. I got to find my family. You got to find your family who's outside my parents shooters. My parents hiding behind some garage. They wouldn't tell me because they were afraid I would come out to look for them. I didn't know I was going to go to the damn Mandalay Bay because I thought they were hiding in that in that parking garage. It's fucking crazy, man. It's insane. Yo, I've lived different levels of frightening, and this nothing has reached this level. It's yeah. nothing and Alex terrible. Powers, the great comic Alex Powers, was there as well. Yeah, so we're yeah. in this back room, and now we're just, like, figuring out where to go. Where to go. I'm damn. checking out exits. I'm like, if they run in here right now with whatever type of weapon they have, we go this way. You know how frightening it is to not know yeah, if no someone's going to run in with some assault rifle and you're just going to have to try to save your life. Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, save other lives. So I'm yeah. looking for hiding spots within the back room, how green to room. To how hide. to get out. Where to hide. What to do. And Yeah. Mike's uh, doing that, all that shit. I'm trying to figure out where the fuck, trying to get my parents to tell me <laughs> where they oh, are. Man. Where wow. they are, and no. five over five hundred people got shot that night. Oh, I, I don't even know how many dead, and we're still doing the same shit. You know what I mean? But you look at stuff like the Vegas Golden Knights, man, and the way they brought that city together. It's just really inspiring. I don't watch hockey, but I'm watching those guys. You know? Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you guys made it. Thanks, for Aaron. sure. Aaron, yeah. look at you, white, and you haven't been in any gun danger. I what bro- do you have to say I broke for yourself? My, finger. <laughs> my fingers broke. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add on tonight? you have anything else to add about that, Mike? You know, not so much, but it, it's even a sick feeling, too, when people are, I hate to say this, but when they're like, yo, just, I'm glad you made it. Because I feel for all the people that didn't. You oh, know my God, yeah. You know how many God, people yeah. came to our first show? That were in went it. to that concert Man, yeah. that I took pictures with, and I'm yeah. like, yo, Absolutely. I don't know what happened, yeah. you know? Oh. And I have to say, Mike, Mike, you were so great to me and my family. You offered us refuge. You know, me 
and uh, my girl, we couldn't go back to our room. Mike housed us for three or four hours until 2 a.m. And we came downstairs and they wouldn't let us go back up. And we got swept up into the uh, holding auditorium where everyone was. There were people covered in blood and dirt. Wow. One guy, I remember hugging him and he's saying, I don't know where my wife and kids are. Oh, Luckily, nice. they were. He was, they ended up finding him at New York, New York. People covered in blood. But, you know, you know, we have fun. It's a sports podcast. But, you know, life is goddamn worth it. Let's have fun with sports, man. Yeah. Let's be able yeah. to be here. Let's yeah. Do Let's do it. <laughs> and Aaron will still be white next week. Right, Aaron? Uh, no, I actually won't be. <laughs> you can be translationalist like yeah. Rachel Dolezal. Can I do that? Yeah, but everybody know. root for the Golden Knights. That's going right. to be awesome. Mike has an awesome special out right now. Where can they find it, Mike? Tell you them. know, they should go to MikeWinfield.com or BigAssTeeth.com, you know, um, front page of the website, you know, yeah, and it's man. getting some uh, interesting it reviews. It is funny. Ooh. You know, uh, it is check funny. it out for yourself, you know, every once in a while you do it things. It is funny. And you last know? thing, I think uh, Harry Basil, who books Laugh Factory, should have me, Alex, and you back to finish out that week. What yeah, do you think, we Mike? Finish we shows. should get to finish the week. <laughs> hey, right. I'll go. And Aaron will come, too. Where you at, Aaron? Tell them something they need uh, to know. Holler at me on Instagram, Weave Jimin. I got an album coming out soon. I will post about it. See yeah. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard some of the album. It is some dope shit, man. It is so funny, dude. Yeah, hit up Aaron, man, and let us know that you're listening. We let us know. know that you're listening. Yeah. Let us know at at Fanatics Pod on Instagram and at Fanatics uh, Pod on Twitter. You can find me at Sean Joshi, S-H-A-A-N-J-O-S-H-I, on the Instagram and on the Twitters and maybe even on the MySpace because I roll like that, motherfuckers. Damn. Come back and see us next week. We're going to have fun. Aaron Weaver will probably, he's a friend of the show, give us a couple bop, 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 bops. Blah, blah, deal. Mike Winfield, whoa, whoa, my dude. Whoa, whoa. Again, E, 30. Mike E. Winfield. Yeah, there we go. Mike E. Winfield. Don't touch his hair if you see him on the road. Hell nah. I'm Sean Joshi. We're out, people. Peace. Fanatics. <laughs>